0: Too Many Comics, Episode 156. We are a day or two late, but this is the earliest we've probably ever recorded. Brooks, it feels a little different. That's not time true.
1: time we've recorded earlier in the day when we were it was live. Well, yeah, but I mean, just on a typical recording, usually it's you know
0: nine thirty, ten. We're at seven seven p.m. stages now. This is uh, this is quite the change.
1: It's so refreshing.
0: <laughs> so I uh, I saw Ant Man. I don't know that we even mentioned it last week that the movie was about to come out. I completely forget the episodes have run
1: together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm just wondering if you have seen it as well. I did not, and that is because uh, the weekend once again was one of those like action-packed and it's over kind of deals, like on the feet doing the thing. But I I have every intention to see it. Maybe this weekend actually. Okay. This is this this could be the one.
0: It is my non-spoiler review. It is a fun movie it suffers a bit from being, you know, pre-Thanos timeline and a post-Thanos world that we live in right now, but they do a good job, <laughs> you know, filling in those gaps, letting you know where he might have been, even tying it all together later. Um yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. I think better than the I might have enjoyed it more than the first one.
1: Oh, well, that's good to hear cuz it, it was fun the first one. And and of course now I've seen more and more about uh the recasting of uh Scott Lang's daughter uh, and the next installment and how that could affect a young Avengers thing. This is true. So good. Good to hear. And I, I, again, I I look forward to it. I, I, I will give my review. Uh, it'll be less spoiler free. I believe a week from to now, from to now, to now, (laughs) that should be, that should be, that should be an expression actually to now. Okay.
0: Well, let's start it right here. You heard it first
1: to now. Got it. Urban dictionary. Here we come.
0: So right to now we can, talk about some follow up
1: <laughs> of our artist Mount Rushmore.
0: If, <laughs> no, if listeners God. don't remember we've went through our writer Mount Rushmores of of people that we you know it's more recent thing, people that we read now that we you know drop everything and pick up worth something new to come out and we totally disregarded artists when we did that. Uh so you know I'm wondering if you've got
1: a four. You're not going to you're not going to let me go first after that. Okay. You- you have to go first, so I can quickly Google things. So I've
0: got uh, Dustin Gwen, who we'll talk a little bit more about later. Okay. I love his art. I, it's completely unique to me. Um, I loved him. I picked up his work when I started reading Gotham Academy. Uh, I mean, Batman Little Gotham. I'm sorry, not Gotham Academy. Batman Low Gotham. He's done a lot of great... Um, what's it called? Variant covers of, of Robin that are fantastic. that I love. And then obviously descender has been, has been great. I love his art. It's a, you know, it's unlike anything else. Uh, along those same lines, Fiona staples would be a, a number two. Uh, the saga is just a, a, joy to look at every time it comes out. Uh, it's, you know, so well put together. She draws pencils, inks, I believe, I think letters. I think the whole book is her, if I remember correctly. Um, could be wrong on that. So don't quote me, but those two for certain. Um, outside of those two, now it's now it's um, Phil Noto was one that I had. I don't see much of his work all the time. He, he does a lot of covers, which are always great. But his style is like perfectly um, something that I that I really enjoy. I loved his Black Widow run with Nathan Edmondson. That was one of my favorite books to to pick up each month that came out. Um, and then a fourth. I'm maybe struggling a little bit. Maybe you can throw me a lifeline and name a couple people.
1: Yeah. Oh, but I have my own people. You're on your own. Uh,
0: well, you start talking about some of yours, and I will come back to this.
1: <laughs> the, the misdirection happening here is unreal. Okay, so I'm going to go with um, Jim Lee once again, who I mentioned for writing last time. That is a, just a seminal – just. If you were reading in the '90s, late '80s, Jim Lee was the one. So I'll say that. I'm going to go. Fiona Staples is, is is a safe bet, but a smart bet. I would go um, Esad Ribic, who was for me doing a lot of the variant covers of Rick Remender's and X-Force in the mid 2000s, and um, Olivia Koipe. Who's done things like House of M and is currently doing these series with uh, Mark Miller? There's four. There you go. There you okay. Go um, now that I'm looking
0: around my room, I would say artist that, again, might mention a little bit later, um, but and I'm not certain how to pronounce the last name, but Gabrielle Bay. Ba. Um, Gabrielle. Ba, yes. Yes. Okay. Day Tripper, uh, Umbrella Academy. That art. That art. I have very much enjoyed and happy to see um, some more of that in my life very soon.
1: Oh God! How do you feel about things like uh, shit? Now I'm forgetting. his this person's name? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Teenage. Let's hear it! Let's hear it! Uh, it's it's coming. Artist. Here we go. And his name would be shit. I'm 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 losing it. Okay. Uh, somebody, well, help. Somebody, somebody help! Uh, I, I really oh, like oh, oh, Michael Gatos.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, who was the guy that did it with Did Hawkeye with Fraction? Aha. Uh-huh.
1: David Aha. yeah
0: that's great I really loved it was a completely different take on Damien but I loved Chris Burnham's um, style of, of Damien and Batman Incorporated that he did with Grant Morrison um, I haven't read too much of his other stuff I think he did Nameless with, with Morrison after that but but that Damien run was uh, I very much like the drawing of that um, I think that's enough people for now
1: uh, I mean well I got one more okay. uh, we
0: also go with uh, David Marquez yeah I love Bang. James Heron's Rumble. Yeah. Can't speak to the, all his whole catalog, but his Rumble was
1: fantastic. I mean, okay. So no, you know, I think that not Rush Horse is just too, just too small. Yeah. That's, that's, we'll they, the, whole they, thing. The, the Astro stadium of people that, <laughs> that draw people. So but, uh, let's, as we will do, we'll follow up on this because I think this was a little bit uncollected and there's just so many ways to go about this. And, God, I always thought we should we, like divide and conquer so that we get more people involved versus overlap. But yeah, God, yeah, so great, so many choices. So
0: you you recently went back through and watched Jessica Jones again?
1: And I don't know what possessed me, really. I think it was just how all of the you well, know, there's too many TV shows, too many movies. So I'm saying, so I'm saying, yeah, okay, thank you for the double down. Um, there's been some stuff released more recently about how. You know they've been teasing Hellcat as part of Jessica Jones for a number the last twenty four episodes, right mm-hmm. twenty okay it looks like we could actually be getting a full-fledged uh, Hellcat now as, as as I did my research, did you know by the way that they were at one time having Carol Danvers be the buddy character on Jessica Jones' Netflix style until so mm-hmm. it was like I was like, no, 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 no. we're going to reserve Carol Danvers for the m c u Good decision Yeah, I would say so. well, we hope we think. We hope. Mm-hmm. We th- we know. We believe. Uh, so, but yeah, you, uh, Patsy Walker again has been has been a great character on that show. I realize that they are currently like not speaking because the artificial enhancements. But
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: see me on season two. But anyway, so because I just started rewatching Jessica Jones as a show, and it is just so great. It, it holds up. It holds up big time. Agreed. So, you know, how do you feel about Hellcat? I around? think they're
0: slow playing it, so yeah, let's let's get some more peeps involved. Because you know, the first season was so strong with David Tennant and the Purple Man, season two was still was still good. I don't think it quite lived out to the first. So yeah, and they the whole second season was like a tease of Hellcat gonna become more involved. Uh, so let's just make it happen.
1: I agree I'm with all you. for it. She's also uh easy on the ice. This is true. So Hopefully she has, like, has like anti-bruise powers. <laughs> new theory explains how Loki might have survived Avengers Infinity War. This is a Reddit thing. I, you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Matt, are you listening? I got uh, chided for uh, not giving him credit personally for the things he was heading to the show. Uh so Reddit I, I get in here and there you know it's easy to get lost like like, like a Wikipedia hole one person uh, suggests that because Loki is so uh, trickstery that he did not meet his end at the beginning of Infinity Wars spoiler alert everyone that uh, it was somehow somebody else albeit uh, uh, an illusion or a, perhaps a scroll but it wasn't Loki so he could still be around yeah. any thoughts on this? I could see that I mean
0: the fact that he's still around anyways, after having been in three Thors, the main villain in the first Avengers, it, it, how he pulls off not being dead, it just stems from the fact that Tom Hiddleston has resonated so well with viewers, so they're not going to kill off that character. So it would not be surprise me one bit if he's not really dead. Me neither. He's and a trickster. That's what he does, and, and I, the character's popular. And I, you know, I'm a fan, too. Speaking of Reddit... There is a Thanos did nothing wrong
1: subreddit that uh, has decided to off half of its user base. Did you? Y- you must have seen this at least tangentially. I of course, I of course saw this.
0: I did not join the subreddit. I probably should have, but I'm fully on board with this. I love that the whole Reddit is on board. The whole Reddit thread is on board with it. it it's a you know, it's a funny thing to do. This is what nerds nerds nerd out, and this is probably the nerdiest thing that you could uh, possibly
1: do. And there were a lot of people that were subscribers, including myself. And you know, I I don't have all day to read, you know, the justifications of why he was trying to, uh, you know, not have his not have the universe suffer what his own planet did, which is too many people don't say it, not enough resources, and he's going to help the universe out by just basically uh, without any prejudice, just fixing it. Some of the comments I read were things like. I hope it didn't kill all the farmers. <laughs> 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 that, that that was a comment, um, but also, I mean, clearly genocide is not the way to go. It's just not the way to go. No, especially if you have an Infinity Gauntlet, just make more resources. That would be my recommendation. You could do that as well. Yes, that's one. <laughs> that's another uh, way. Uh, it's, uh, I just I just thought of that right now, sitting on my stool, on my soapbox. But uh, I just want you to know that I was not eliminated. I, I lived. So the people that did get eliminated, there was a new subreddit created called In the Soulstone. Yeah, I so see have, as well. They
0: have congregated over there, and they're doing just fine.
1: You know what, though, because they're the losers. <laughs> they it also the losers. means they're not
0: really dead. Hint, hint. Avengers Four. It's living in the Soulstone. <laughs> let's right, see. Let's
1: it. So we got, we got we got like one year to go. So yeah, less than a okay, year. Cool. All right, let's talk some books. All right, so we had Catwoman number one, Joel Jones, artist, writer. This was the, the first uh, Catwoman appearance post, can I say? No nuptials. Spoil it. Spoil away. Can, can, can you like, bleep this out? You know, Have a, uh, a, 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 a bicorn play when I said that?
0: <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to. So go Okay,
1: ahead. so this book, I got to say, um, going into it, the only thing that I'm a fan of is the creative team of one who did Lady Killer 1, Lady Killer 2. Uh, Catwoman's on the run, as usual, and there's a bit of a, wait for it, copycat, mm. we think, who has been, you know, working uh, to take out some cops, doing things that, not knowing much about Catwoman, really, in terms of, like, killing people. Was that ever her thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think she's more like a cheeky thief. Cheeky thief, hashtag. <laughs> uh, we learned there's some things happening behind the scenes. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, a mastermind. I, I don't know if this person is, is a character that's been around or not. Who it seemingly looks like a first lady, but then after the camera turn off, is like looks like um, Jesse's mom from Preacher. Yep, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, is that is she new to this book? We don't know. I don't know. Okay, so there we go. We, we don't
0: I, read too much DC, people. Sorry.
1: But I gotta say, I did enjoy this book overall. I really, I, I think that. Knowing one of the creative team and knowing how just just the look of it was impressive. Um, and I, I realize we have not spoken that much about the actual plot because there's not much to say beyond what I've hinted at. But I liked it. I would actually consider going on. Thoughts yeah, there?
0: it's it's very cool. I think I would – and I don't want to just repeat everything you said, so I would just say that I, I echo your thoughts. I mean there's not a whole – there's not much plot here thus far other than you know Catwoman stealing some stuff somebody's behind the scenes some cops are involved um you know introducing characters that we don't know of so that I mean that's cool but just the overall aesthetic of the book I mean and I didn't read it's lady killer that she's she's done right yeah yes. so I haven't I haven't read those all I know is the the good things you've said uh, on this very show in the past uh, so i was I was looking forward to see what this would look like this being a character that otherwise I would not even consider picking up the book because it's just not a world that I'm into but I would say, you know, off the bat right now, for as long as she is the writer artist of this book, I will most likely pick it up.
1: Yeah. And you got to admit, the art is solid as Yeah, well. it's awesome. So, and, and there's a twist at the end because you have to have a twist.
0: Twist.
1: Uh, twist. <laughs> um, I thought it was good. I really did. And it, it does fill a void when, you know, will um, Lady Killer return? I believe so. But in the meantime, this does kind of have, you know, a bit of a kind of a taking up space in a very flattering kind of way. Yeah. And uh, it's role. got an
0: 8.6 critic rating, 8.2 user rating. So, you know, we're not in the minority on this one, finally. <laughs>
1: Thank God. <laughs> the anti-critics. And then and next we also had uh, Low Lives by Brian Bucatello. You've got to leave this off.
0: This is out of IDW Publishing. Let me see if I can remember the full parts of this book. I read it a few days ago. I read it a few times.
1: Did you like it that much or did you forget it? I was more like, let me start over. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I kind of... So Los Angeles, poker game, there's a robbery. Uh, It. I mean, how do you even like... Nothing really stood out here to me, like none of the characters i mean i I read this I probably should have read it a few times more um I read it probably that Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday after it came out, and I forget the character's names now um the one is you know we got the cop that is into some shady dealings um people are trying to make things happen uh, like i I don't know and I'm sorry that I'm doing this such a bad job, but it, it the book left like no lasting impression whatsoever on me um and it seems like it's drawn fine it's you know dark undertones it matches what the story is about, but it's just such an a, a plot that seems to probably have already been done um with some characters that you know I'm not quite interested in after one issue
1: um I don't have much else to add beyond that uh, I think it had a nice a nice premise, and uh, I think that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, That's all I've got here. I'm right. sorry. Well, yeah. Listen, it,
0: it's got a 6.8 critic rating, a 6.0 user rating. So there. So again, you go. So we like... may have hit this one just as uh, just as others have, but you know, and I hate to say that, but clearly it's for someone. It's, you know, some people have given it eight eights or
1: above. So listen, it's just not for uh, us. You know, you don't have to when when the majority says it's not that good. You can we can, we can actually be like, All it right. wasn't. It's not yep. that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Free to skip.
1: Okay, skip it. Skip
0: it. So next week we've got uh, the big the big reveal of Brian Michael Bendis's Superman number one. Uh, obviously, out of DC Comics. Let me pull up the actual full thing here to give it its its uh, full due but I have read, I read the first issue of his man of steel, which is outside of, I guess what the, and, and yeah, we always got to premise this, but you know, forgive us for our lack of DC knowledge, um, our lack of understanding of like what the man of steel book was that I was reading and how that relates to what this Superman book is. I wouldn't be able to tell you. So, I mean, I just read his first issue of that to sort of see what he had going on. Um, the Superman number one, As actually a bold new chapter for the greatest superhero of all time begins here as the superstar team of writer Brian Michael Bendis and artist Ivan Rice begin their run on the all-new Superman. The fallout from the Man of Steel miniseries has Clark Kent looking at the world through new eyes with new ideas about what Superman could and should do for the city of Metropolis and the planet Earth. His first job, getting the planet back out of the Phantom Zone.
1: But there was also some talk about uh, a scene in a book recently where he was in Jonathan's room, because Jonathan's gone. And that's sad. That would be sad, yes. But if you Jonathan
0: don't know. I've been I mean, like, oh no. Yeah, so, so you know, there's probably some backstory reading that the both of us, you know, being the nerds that we are, will likely do a little bit of while going through this before either before or after. Uh, but you know, this is what Brian Michael Bendis's departure of Marvel to DC. is This is what DC wanted: was people like us to pick up Superman Number One solely on the reason that he's writing it. So. Congrats to them, and uh, we'll see if he's good enough to turn us into uh, Superman readers.
1: By the way, I have to know it, we we don't get a whole lot of people who listen to the show like throwing us comments or, luckily, you know, hatred comments. But is it normal that you pick a camp like this? Like I got nothing on DC, really, but for like Super Sons and now Catwoman, I got no, I don't know anything about the history. I don't have anything about you know I don't have any you know people that i people characters that I really feel close to haven't grown up with them is that normal do people do people cross the streams or are we just weird? I'd say we ask that question on the social medias this
0: week and see if we get some bites or reach out wow. to some people i mean it's I think it's fair to say that you you most likely would come up with one or the other um even though the nerds that I know they don't know. I don't think they're actively reading both all the time. They might sort of pick and choose. Um, I think you you get attached to something and one specific character somewhere, and then you sort of just read that and start little branches out, sort of just like I did when I when I started. And, you know, why the show is too many comics? Because you can't, there's zero chance there's that many people that are actively reading, like, every DC thing, every Marvel thing. First off, it's expensive. Unless you're, like, running the shop and you can read them as you put them out. That's what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I'm I'm interested in that as well. Okay, cool. All right. Good to know. All right. What else did you get to this week? Uh, I had a pretty good week. And why, I'm not sure. Uh, So I did read Paper Ghost number 23. We all know this is Brian K. Vaughn's book. Um, It is – there's – Lots of layers here, but it's very well done. Cliff Cheng is the artist. Uh, you can't deny it's a good book, and I continue to respect your approach of waiting and reading like you know three to five to six at a time versus me one every month. And you know cause... what I also do is I wait until Comixology sends me massive
0: coupons, and it was either this week or the week prior. I got to spend thirty dollars, get fifteen dollars off. And I loaded up and got volume four of Paper Girls. And I got that book. That I think we've mentioned on here before because it had won some award. My favorite thing is Monsters. Yeah. So, I mean, and, you know, I ended up getting that at basically half off to just check out someday. So, yeah. I will catch yeah. up the Paper Girls at some point soon. Well,
1: it's also on Unlimited. Uh, my favorite thing is Monsters, just so you know. All right. Well, now I own it. Well, I got it for free. But now if you I... stop paying for Unlimited, you don't have it anymore. Well, why would I stop doing that?
0: I don't know. Stop paying Okay are <laughs> okay, okay. you going hard uh, times
1: yes i've decided that i can no longer afford nothing um so <laughs> <laughs> uh so astonishing x-men number 13 this is the relaunch of the series which we discussed pr- prior so it's been taken over by matthew rosenberg and greg land uh who i think put together a pretty solid team uh new 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 roster new approach new uh, really a uh, flavor to the series havoc who for a couple of years this is cyclops's brother for a couple of years now had been inverted after uh, this is so bad avx access access was made evil for a couple of years more than a couple actually and he's now good again and he's become kind of a jokier character uh and he's trying to assemble a team and everyone's like why don't you just get out of here <laughs> that's basically the the series and um we're kind of left with a bit of a cliffhanger where uh, a, a very old school character from the X-Men days who's been dead for forever is back. And that's, I'm not going to spoil it in case you have Ooh. not read this yet. Yo, what? It, it's not permanent in the comics. What? So that was that. I read a book called ask for mercy out of, uh, this is one of the new comicsology unlimited, uh, original series. Uh,
0: yes. I think I, I did read this one.
1: OK, so, you know, it's basically a, a, a woman named Mercy and she's a realtor. And when you call the office, you call the office. Ask for Mercy. There you go. OK, so there see it it, it writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> and she's somehow got access to like another worldly deal, which reminds me of the place they would go in Beetlejuice when they would leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I don't know what it's called, though. Neither <laughs> Does it have a name? I don't know, Sand Monster. So there was that. It's fine if you consider that if you pay for the service, it's free. It pays for itself. Um, then I read a book. If you have not ever heard, have you ever heard of Mystery Society? No. Strongly recommend. This is by uh, Steve Niles, who did things like October Faction, which I always enjoyed. Uh, he did 30 Days of Night. But the reason I got it is Fiona Staples is the artist, which I think you can't get enough of this. We mentioned her being on a mountain earlier. <laughs> but but I will tell you, it, it does not look exactly like the saga stuff that she does or what she did for the Archie book for a couple of issues. But between it being a very light series and her doing the art, it's worth it being an unlimited download to, to just do it. It involves a couple who have come together to... You know, debunk mysteries. I realize this has been done before. I'm not going to get into a fight against people that we've criticized in prior website times, but uh, it was (laughs) where you you know the 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 debunking mystery books. But it was good and it was quick. Um, This came out in like 2010, and that was it. Except for one um, like 2013 one shot, which I also just bought for a buck eighty. It was good. You should, you should give it a go. I, I read it in, like, one day to and from work. I will. Because I don't, I don't drive to work. So there was that. Uh, I read Secret Skull, which is also by the same creator, except Peter Staples did not draw it because this character was featured in the book. So I was like, I like that. Uh, that's. I think that's it.
0: What about yeah. you? All right. Well, you read significantly more than I did. But so I – Lamented last week about the spoils of Batman 50, how I would have been interested had they not spoiled it. So I did read it. However, I downloaded it. Um, but how? <laughs> uh, on the Comixology app, of course. Oh, um, that's good. So, yeah, just read through this. Obviously, had it spoiled, knew what was, you know, for the most part going to happen. Still wanted to check it out after. You know, piquing my interest a little bit with the Damien story that led into it and the one shot that I picked up. um, You know, it kind of makes me wish that I was fully invested in like the monthly Batman just because it is Tom King doing it. And I'm sure there's been great parts of it. Um, So it sort of strikes me as a book that maybe, you know, at some point down the road, I will get the collected editions of Tom King's Batman run. Uh, and give it a give it a go ahead. Um, well, okay,
1: wait, wait. So before you move on from this, I agree with you on that. I believe that he, without knowing anything else, is writing in a way that is good for like non-longtime readers. Mm-hmm. But but after the book was spoiled, and he goes, basically, I've got a hundred books planned. Book fifty is literally a halfway point. I'm like, a hundred books. Call me never. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not saying you read it at once. I mean, uh, over time. Yeah, and if it's that long, good, maybe that, you do pick up and read it. But, you, I mean, you could get a, a trade and read a story uh, and then pick it up, pick up the next trade a month later. You know, I don't anticipate reading 100 issues blowing through it. But I would like to at least give it a go, knowing how much that I like him. I put him on a mountain last <laughs> last episode. <laughs> last episode. Uh, I mean, and, you know, it's a, obviously a big-time character So, uh, yeah, I feel like I should give him that justice and read some of it. Okay. I downloaded, um, DC nation number two, and this was just based solely on, as I was browsing through, I've come to really enjoy getting the image plus magazine. Uh, I had no idea that, that DC did one. Uh, it's a free download on, on comiXology. It's about 40 some pages, a lot of cool little info in here too. So, you know, I don't know if there's anything that that really stood out. There's some creator interviews, some some cool art, um, some stuff similarly to similarly to Image Plus about like what goes into a page. Um the thing I, I don't like that there's like seven or eight pages at the end of this that are sort of just detailing what's upcoming, which you kinda of just get online anyways, but well, it's still cool to see the art. Um Image Plus magazine is is a buck ninety nine an issue. This thing was was free to download. So, you know, if you skim through these all the time, I would suggest just, uh, you know, hitting download and next time you're just, you know, have nothing to do. These things are great to breeze through. You might learn just like one or two little nuggets of info that you didn't already know, uh, especially if you're new to the the universe as a whole, much like I am with with DC. So I would suggest picking that up. And then I have continued on thus far with uh, Rick Remender's Death or Glory number three. And this issue sheds some more light on uh, Glory's past. Uh, who sorta of is ringleading, um, you know, the the trafficking of people, and she starts the the journey of busing these people out um, right now on this issue. So this isn't. To me, not yet. I mean, it's not as good. I've enjoyed Deadly Class when I read it, so I I don't think I would put this one up there with that. Um, And it's, I don't know, I'm not subscribed. I pick it up whenever I browse through and see it for sale, and if it's a a lighter week, um, you know, I'm happy to grab it, because, you know, he's obviously a good writer. Um, It's an interesting book. I think it may be best suited for me at some point to just start doing this one in trade as well. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, I think it's nice to say at least that I haven't fallen off on this. Um, I <laughs> mean, it so was nice. a it was a number one issue that that we read and reviewed, uh, and you know, there's a, not a lot of those I I keep up with from issue to issue, and uh, this one I have thus far. So I got you know that says a lot to um, you know the interest that that is provided, the questions that it answered from the first issue that we had. So he's obviously good at telling the story. So uh, if you had wavered on this a little bit, you know. I suggest picking up those those next two issues and seeing if it connected with you. Maybe I'll let them build up. Do How it. about that?
1: How about that? All right. The okay, biggest news I, of the because I because because I typically am known to stay on these books and not me. Yes, you are you are you are a Johnny come lately stingy flip flopper.
0: <laughs>
1: Let's okay. get to the biggest news. This is large as hell
0: for real. Go. So we. We are big fans of Descender on this show. Jeff Lemire, Dustin Gwen. fantastic book. Uh, we were shocked a bit to to realize it was coming to an end, uh, but but also happy. You know, it's something that we've read from issue one. You know, finally get one of these stories out of our heads. This um, was
1: a this was a debut review. glad it
0: was yeah, long, a long time ago. Um, it is relaunching in 2019 as Ascender, and I hate to say that it's it's relaunching. That's probably a, a bad title from multiversity. It's- yeah, it's and it's not just a, it's not a continuation of the story that we are reading right now. So it, it'll it'll be it's ten years in the future after the end of, of what we're about to read. Uh, features some new characters, still has Tim Twenty One involved, and you know hints that we you know we talked about hints at a bit of magic involved. Uh, so a slightly new take in the same world, and I'm just uh, super excited for this.
1: Man, this is great news. And I like that they are, you know, pivoting out of robot stuff to now it's magic. And clearly on the cover of this book, it looks like Tim 21 has been made a real live boy.
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's what I that's my takeaway. It, you, see, you see Bandit there. This is-
0: it, I mean, it, I haven't been excited for for a book in uh, quite some time like like this one. So it, I'm just glad to to see the world continuing. Um, you know, it, it feels as though it's coming to a screeching halt in Descender since we, you know, we built up for so long and, you know, they're just going to knock it all out in issue 32 and get all the answers that we've been searching for to see it continuing on with the, with the same writers, same creative, whole creative team. Uh, you know, hopefully they keep this universe going for, for quite some time. Cause obviously you could keep the world I imagine is not going to come to an end at this next issue, obviously. So. You know, we could keep progressing in time and and stick around with what what they've created in, in Descender, and that's uh that's uh exciting. And I think it's also cool too that's not just like a, you know, it's not a hundred issue series of Descender. It's the you know the tell a story within this world, and move on.
1: I mean, I'm really excited, and I'm also like I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it a bit, <laughs> but obviously. <clears throat> no, it's good stuff. And, and and it's good news too. And I, I and again, I support the direction. It's a whole other take of this. And they've been hinting on the whole like magic is a thing. Yeah, uh, I mean not. And, and like and like the and like the last like five to seven seven issues, it's like there's magic too. Robot Ooh, people is there? And and now we're gonna get it.
0: Nice. <laughs> Also coming back uh, finally after uh, years and years and most likely to coincide with the Netflix show that is coming out, but umbrella Academy hotel oblivion will be hitting shelves in October as confirmed by dark horse today. Uh, So that's exciting news too. Uh, I mentioned Gabrielle Ba and uh, my, you know, my artist Mount Rushmore umbrella Academy is an awesome book that you turned me on to long ago, excited for the TV show uh, excited to see this get moving. Hopefully it's, whether it's a, a trade or two, hopefully it gets knocked out. Gerard Way is, you know, one to be late on issues and have tons of delays. So, you know, hopefully they've got like six issues ready to go and can just uh, give us something to fully read here. But this is exciting news. Pretty good. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home adds J.B. Smooth in Mystery Lead Role. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan I, of this I, I like J.B. Smoove I think he's a funny yeah, dude uh, yeah. Love his character And grab your enthusiasm He's been good When I've heard him in, like in interviews on Howard Stern uh, I'm very interested to see What his role is um, But yeah I mean I'm, I'm on board for another Spider-Man movie In the Marvel Cinematic Universe And J.B. Smoove And this is All adding up to Hopefully a positive For me
1: who could it be possibly
0: playing? I don't know. It's supposed to be a mystery lead role.
1: But, but I mean, also like I will only touch on this is that in recent years, the race of the actor doesn't give you any intel of who they're going to be playing. Yeah. So it, it could be anybody. It, it, yes. Is there? Uncle is there Ben? <laughs> yes. I mean you saw in Fantastic Four how they did that. So I mean it could be anyone. It could be like I mean I'm really reaching here. Uh Aunt May's new boyfriend. It could be
0: anybody. Oh, well, I can't wait to see. So go go ahead, JB move Uh we've got some Saturday news that you've posted in here. The original Jar R. Banks actor considered suicide amid Star Wars backlash.
1: I mean this is really like look I'm not going to sit here and be like I, like most people in the late 90s hated that character it was uh, Georgia Binks was sort of their take on like the Ewoks or sort of an R2D2 type that would appeal to younger much younger people it just fell so flat especially after all the build up and this is before when you think about it like how meme the internet has become today but he got so much shit about his performance that he literally thought about suicide. That's harsh. Yeah, that sucks. Did, I mean, did you watch that movie? Have you, have you seen it? I've seen that movie, yes. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on the, only on the performance? On nothing else I just described? Thoughts on the performance?
0: I mean, it was a super weird
1: character. <laughs> For what he was probably asked to do, he probably did a great job, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, you have to figure if you're in a, in a production that large, um, you don't have a whole lot of artistic freedom. So we probably did exactly what he was asked to do. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, it's not his fault. they Somebody wrote a stupid character. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? I'm sure he had nothing to do with basically the creation and writing of all the lines. So, yeah, that's a, it's a shame that you, you voice some... I imagine what was was he CGI created or what was the yeah yes yes yeah, you do the voice of a CGI creation and you know you get shunned for it but you know it's it, it's sad. Hopefully he's on to living a successful life and you know over this to to some extent and um, you know happy thoughts.
1: Right, <sighs> go, happy, happy thoughts. I mean don't kill yourself is, is my advice to everybody like yes seek help y- y- yes y- just people are not nice and you people are not nice i have you know, i read the subway every day and i don't hear many positive things i, I don't I mean i don't I mean to like <laughs> m- marginalize or be pejorative i'm just saying like it sucks sometimes and if you're if you're more public-facing that's 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 so you know I, I feel bad that that ever became a thing for that actor because you know as much as I didn't care for the the character certainly the person that portrayed it did not deserve to be you know f- uh, feeling that way. Agreed. So lastly, we have Marvel Studios claims
0: it has no plans yet for X Men and Fantastic Four.
1: Lies.
0: <laughs> Please. Here's the, here's the thing. We read a story the other week that Kevin Feige was like just waiting on the call. One, of course, they don't have any real plans. The deal hasn't gone through yet, so, so the plans that they have are dudes just like sitting in the break room talking about things or jotting notes, or Kevin Feige waking up, you know, in the middle of the night of a of a dead sleep, sweating, and getting out the next greatest idea that he just dreamt of. But yes, they have they have plans and thoughts and ideas. Um, they just can't say that officially yet. I mean, right?
1: oh, well, sure. But yes, you know, you're right. Legal Clearly, said, don't they, they have me. ideas. They they yes. probably would have said <clears> the same <throat> thing before they
0: did the Spider-Man movie. And from the time that the Sony hack happened and the conversation started <clears throat> happening, they turned around a new Spider-Man character pretty quickly. So. The plans are there. They have ideas. Yes, yes, yeah. They know what's like, on the roadmap. They're just,
1: yeah, just get the deal signed and, and let's get moving here. I mean, listen, I was even walking home today from the train and uh, having read this story, and I was like, well, I guess it will be hard given that the way that the X Men universe and the MCU and even Fantastic Four style, the way they've aged certain characters doesn't make any sense. And that I'm like, no, 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 I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Even like, I mean, like, come on. I mean, even, even the idea that, because in the comics, quick sidebar uh, Janet Van Dyne, the wasp, the original wasp, who's mm-hmm. played by Michelle Pfeiffer, who's probably in her mid 50s. She looks fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I'd still make out with her. Uh, <laughs> also, played the, cat, played the Catwoman when I was also much, much younger, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the comics for a while there, was married to Havoc, who is the brother of Cyclops who is cyclops younger brother but in the movies he's, he's his older brother but he's also dead now and but i was like oh but that was a prequel so they, they could have made that work that in my head i was like i could i can make this work some do you see yeah, so if they need ideas uh hire us give, give us a call yes
0: we've read a lot of marvel books and uh we know lots about the characters and we can make it happen i've been reading too many comics